Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Resident Evil Lorecast, the podcast that will explore the various mediums and lore of the Resident Evil franchise, such as the video games, movies, novels, and more. And here are your hosts, Ariel, Daniel, and Aaron. Got something that might interest you. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Resident Evil Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me is my fellow host, Ariel. Hello. And Daniel. Hi there. And today, we're going to be talking about Resident Evil Revelations. Woo. I didn't even get to say the one. (laughs) One. Woo. Woo. (laughs) So, uh, I'm ready to dive into this. I want to get to these unlockables because I have a very exciting one to talk about. So, let's get started with a summary. All right. Resident Evil Revelations was first released in the U.S. on February 7th in 2012. It stars the original series lead. It stars the original series lead Chris Redfield and Joe Valentine. The game displays hallways reminiscent of the mansions of the original Resident Evil and Resident Evil 5, which we'll get to soon enough. <laughs> While most of the game takes place aboard the luxurious cruiser Queen Zenobia. Players also briefly visit other settings. So a fun tidbit for this, unlike previous games in the series, it features multiple language tracks with the Japanese audio recorded first, though some of the English actors were left uncredited and some of their identities remain unknown. See, okay, so I did know there were multiple language tracks. I did not know that they were left unaccredited. Oh, yeah. So, like, one of the big people of this game is says unknown for the English voice actor. Who's the big people of this game? Morgan Lansdale. What? Yeah. You can't help but wonder if that wasn't on purpose. Like, the actor it's himself was like, mm, don't care. I don't think that would be. If I was getting put into a game, I would want to know what game and if I'm getting paid for it. Unless they were like, this is all hush-hush, but nobody's getting credit. And it turns out everybody but me got credit. I'm done. That's just my summary. It really sucks for the voice actors in all seriousness. They put a lot of time and effort into what they're doing. Gotta have skill somewhere. Anyway, so now that our summary's out of the way, let's talk you can't steal my line (laughs) jeez you gotta give me something (laughs) jeez 
So let's talk plot. So Revelations was set in 2005 between the events of RE4 and RE5. The game depicts the Bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance, BSAA, a counterterrorism group which Chris and Jill have co-founded shortly after its establishment. The game begins as the latter and her partner, Parker Luciani, board the Queen Zenobia. Set mainly in Europe, Revelation sees the player characters through ravaged cities, ports, and snowy mountains. Jill and Parker are set out by BSA head Clive R. O'Brien to search for Chris and his new partner, Jessica, who have reportedly gone missing during a mission. Why is it that we're always looking for Chris? (laughs) (laughs) They should know by now that Chris is fine. There are three games involved in looking for Chris now. (laughs) Chris, get your shit together and start leaving messages for people. Well, they should just automatically assume he's fine. Oh, he'll pop back up. He'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So anyways, meanwhile, Chris and Jessica are operating in a snowy mountain region. Perfectly fine. Searching for evidence of the return of Il Veltro, a bioterrorist organization responsible for the attack and subsequent outbreak in Terragrigia, an artificial aquapolis that was utterly destroyed on orders from Morgan Lansdale, director of the Federal Bioterrorism Commission. <sighs> So once again, we have to clean somebody else's mess up. Exactly. Jill and Parker find their way into the Mediterranean Sea, acting on Chris's last known coordinates. They find themselves taking a tugboat to a seemingly abandoned cruise ship known as the Queen Zenobia. On board, they find horrific mutants known as Ooze, victims of the T-Abyss virus, and are unable to locate Chris or Jessica. Instead, they find a dummy of Chris and are knocked unconscious by an Il Veltro agent, stripped of their weapons, and separated. Chris and Jessica, meanwhile, find a base of operations for Il Veltro, an airstrip in the mountains. Being informed by O'Brien that Jill and Parker are missing in the Mediterranean, they are then set out to investigate their whereabouts. Meanwhile, the pair of Keith Lumley and Quint Ketchum are dispatched to the airstrip to find out more about El Veltro's actions. Back on the Queen Zenobia, Jill wakes up in one of the cabins and is contacted by Parker, who says he woke up on the other side of the ship and to regroup on the bridge. After meeting up, they are attacked by an FBC agent named Raymond Vester, who knows Parker from when he was an FBC agent. Meanwhile, at the airstrip, Quint and Keith find video footage of an invisible creature killing a Veltro operative, which is later revealed to be a new form of hunter, which has been infected with the T-Abyss, which allows it to turn invisible for sneak attacks. Because it wasn't already horrible enough. That's exactly what I was just (laughs) thinking. Meanwhile, Chris and Jessica land on a ship thinking it's the Queen Zenobia, but discover that they are on the Queen Zenobia's twin, the Queen Semiramis. 
On the Zenobia, Jill and Parker are desperately trying to escape the flooding engine room, which after they escape, they head to the comm tower to try and contact O'Brien to report what's really going on. But are met with bad news that the Regia Solis, the satellite used to fry Terragrigia using the sun's power, has been reactivated and is being aimed at the Queen Zenobia. Luckily, Quint leads Jill and Parker via comlink to the UAV, one of the three used in the Terragrigia attacks to spread the virus, on the ship's bow, and the two race against time to find the controls. With the controls, Jill and Parker use the UAV's shaft to guide the satellite's targeting system away from the ship. However, as the Regia Solis hits the UAV, a wave hits the ship and threatens to sink the Queen Zenobia. Meanwhile, because I'm saying this a lot, Quint and Keith discover that O'Brien had orchestrated Veltro's re-emergence along with other crucial information. However, they lose contact with O'Brien when an airstrike decimates Valkoinen Maki. Chris and Jessica arrive to the Queen Zenobia. At the same time, Jill and Parker are confronted by the Veltro operative, who poses various questions, hinting at a larger conspiracy. However, before he can reveal any more, Jessica shoots him. <laughs> Boom, shut the fuck up. Yep. That's exactly how that went down. Parker unmasks him to discover it was Raymond. He seemingly dies after whispering something to him. Afterwards, Chris and Jill make their way to the ship's laboratory to stop the virus from contaminating the sea, while Parker and Jessica search for a way to stop the ship from sinking. During the search, Parker turns his gun on Jessica, suspecting her of being an FBC mole, as told by Vester. At the same time, Raymond reveals himself to be alive, having worn a Kevlar vest and working with O'Brien. Jessica wounds Parker and initiates the self-destruct sequence, confirming her to be the mole. Having found the laboratory, Chris and Jill are confronted by Lansdale via, via video uplink, revealing that he worked with Veltro and the Terragrigia panic in an effort to increase the FBC's funding and international influence. Notes left by former crew members reveal that he had dispatched a research team to create a vaccine, and then killed them off by releasing the ship's monsters after they'd sent it to him. Despite the Queen Zenobia self-destructing, they managed to neutralize the virus. Pilot Kirk Matheson contacts Chris and Jill, informing them that he is there to extract them. They then meet with an injured Parker, but despite the pair's attempts at saving him, Parker falls into the fire below a broken catwalk. O'Brien informs Chris and Jill about the truth behind the mission. He had orchestrated the events in an effort to gather evidence of Lansdale's involvement in Terragrigia. He then informs them of the results from Keith and Quint's data analysis, the existence of a third sister ship known as the Queen Dido below the ruins of Terragrigia, which was destroyed by Lansdale to eliminate incriminating evidence of his involvement. However, 
Lansdale then proceeds to arrest O'Brien, cutting off communications. Jill and Chris search for Jack Norman, the leader of Veltro, knowing that he holds evidence against Lansdale. However, he has gone delusional and survived a year by injecting himself with T-Abyss and resisting mutation through his own desire for vengeance. He then injects himself with an overdose of the virus, believing Chris and Jill to be FBC, sent to kill him, and transform into a new type of tyrant known as the Final Form Abyss. After a long battle, he is finally killed, expressing his relief that he could finally be at peace. Chris and Jill then broadcast the video via Norman's PDA, exposing Lansdale. O'Brien is immediately released and arrests Lansdale. The truth behind Terra Grigia went public and the FBC was dissolved. Parker, who was saved by Raymond from the explosion, was found adrift off the shore of Malta and, after a month of recovery, resumed his position as a special operations agent for the BSAA. While O'Brien decides to take responsibility for his actions in orchestrating the entire mission and steps down as director of the BSAA. Quint and Keith are revealed to have survived the air raid. The game then shows Chris and Jill walking up to the Spencer estate from the Lost in Nightmares episode of RE5. In a post credit scene, Raymond approaches Jessica at a cafe and gives her a sample of T-Abyss virus. She asked him why he saved Parker, with him replying that he had his reasons, whilst removing his sunglasses. And that is the plot of Revelations. So there's a lot of baggage to unpack here. It's a lot. I mean, there is a lot of back and forth between the game, where you're going between Jill and Chris and, you know, going in a bunch of back and forth, but it was an awesome game, nonetheless. So I'm going to summarize this plot a little bit for us. So we have Chris and Jessica who are roaming around in the snowy cap mountains and they get to a ship and they think it's Zenobia. Yeah, after they're told that Jill and Parker are missing. Yes. So... In the meantime, we have Jill and Parker who wake up on opposite ends of the ship after being knocked unconscious that is Zenobia. Yes. So once Chris and Jessica figure out, oh, no, wait, we're not on the right ship, they then proceed to go to the correct ship, which is where the rest of the events unfold. Yes. Where we find out that this this way crazier plot than we originally thought, the we're about to get hit with a bunch of sunlight from a giant satellite dish in the sky. Chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the plot can be a little confusing, but while you're playing the game, you know, you're playing it and seeing it unfold, and it's a little easier to understand. Because mm-hmm. in this game, there is a lot of back and forth. Yes. But, like I said, it's a. I love this game. I absolutely loved playing this game. So... I think this is the perfect time for us to take a mid-break, and when we come back, we'll discuss some unlockables, and we'll name our BOWs and characters to talk about in the next episode. Yeah. Well, here we are, in the middle of the show. And the first thing we have to do is thank our lovely and amazing patrons. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, our official patron, Anthony Bellotti, to our all-access patron, Remington Cloutier, and our other all-access patron, Chris Slate, and to our VIP patrons, Saint and Wolfslore, we thank you. On serious note, though, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank you. Did you get enough thank yous in I, there? I don't know. I, <laughs> I just, I really appreciate it. You know, they throw money at us to allow us to keep doing this and they support us. And it's, it's just amazing. And the people out there listening, they're amazing, too, because they're listening, they're sharing, they're leaving reviews. And it's I, I just cannot thank our listeners and our patrons enough. Thank you. So with those out of the way, we have to now read off our new review. We have a new review from I am not going to try to pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, Dan- Daniel says I have to pronounce it. You have to try. Uh, all right. I'll try. All right. Here we go. I'm going to try. God. We apologize, everybody, if it's wrong. Good Yeah. I'm going to shorten it down to G. (laughs) So G says, love it. Five stars. You are all slaying it. I'm a mailman, so I look for fun podcasts to binge. I've recently started writing my own scripts, and I've been working on my own RE script, and all the info you guys pump out helps keep my creativity flowing. That's awesome. Uh, Big shout out to you for, number one, being a mailman and delivering all our lovely mail. Thank you. Oh, don't forget the part for Ariel at the bottom of it. Oh, I thought I was going to get away with that. How fine. (laughs) It says hashtag team Leon. (laughs) Yeah, I get no respect on this podcast (laughs) from the co-host. Hunk lover. (laughs) No, but on serious note, thank you for leaving such a lovely review and thank you to everyone who's left reviews. Thank you to our patrons again. Thank you to our listeners for sharing, you know, letting us know how you feel. It's it's fantastic. And in all seriousness, thank you. And thank you, G, for leaving us that lovely review. And uh, keep us updated on your RE script because that sounds exciting. Yeah, I was going to say that I would like to read it when you're done, if that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, join the Discord and talk to us in there about it. Speaking of the Discord, Ariel, uh, didn't you want to thank a particular person in the Discord? Oh, I do. So I want to give a shout out to Mortis. Thank you so much for sending me the PDFs for the Resident Evil Archives 1 and 2. That's awesome. And I definitely appreciate it. Haven't had a chance to open them up yet because of all the research we've been doing for this episode, but yeah, I'm gonna definitely dive into mm-hmm. it soon. Yep. So, I we have an awesome community. I want to take a moment to talk about our community. They are awesome. They're extremely active in the Discord. They're constantly tagging us and hitting us up on Twitter. Just have an awesome community, and I love it. And I appreciate everybody who listens. Same. You guys are awesome. 
So all that being said and all that love spread, let's get to some news. Let's get to some info. Daniel, what did you bring for us today? Certainly not either of those two. (laughs) I brought merchandise. As always. As always. You're the merchandise guy. So on tpublic.com and designed and sold by Roxy Polk, R-O-X-Y-P-O-L-K, there is a Resident Evil 3 herb or Resident Evil 3 herb combo t-shirt. Ooh. So it comes in multiple different colors. So it has green, red, and blue herbs and a little box that says take the herb question mark with the options of yes, no, and use. Ooh. So it currently is at $13 on sale, which I don't know how long it will be for sale. Right now it says one day, five hours, 30 minutes, four seconds. You better hurry up. Yeah, but it may still be on sale. So it's at least, if it's not on sale for 13 it'll be on the price of $22, potentially before shipping. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get that, it is on tpublic.com and we will link you the information on that. That t-shirt looks cool, which reminds me you're bringing that up. I have to drop something exciting for us. We have welcomed onto our team a new artist who is designing amazing t-shirts and uh, art designs for new t-shirts and new new memorabilia that we're going to have uh, for sale on the fumblingforstore.com. Um, one of the t-shirts I just, one of the designs I got just today was a, uh, it's on the Discord and is the Itchy Tasty Zombie. So yeah. that'll be up in the store soon. But a uh, big shout out to the Drunk Pug for creating some wonderful art for our store here in the future. So go check it out. Ariel, I know you have some news you're dying to share with us. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say dying, but I have news. <laughs> So I read an article. Oh. Much like I always do. Mm-hmm. And this is from Eurogamer. And the title is Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X S. Okay. So this is going to come out later this year. And all three games will be given the upgrade treatment, including ray tracing, high frame rate, and 3D audio. Yes. And PlayStation 5 players will also experience the haptic feedback with the DualSense controller. Ooh. And even better news is anyone who already owns the games on previous consoles will be able to upgrade for free. Really? Yes, free. I love free. Be it the PS4 to digital PS5 upgrade option or Xbox Smart Delivery. PC players will also be able to download a free upgrade patch. So exciting news. Oh, yeah. Free. Everybody loves free and we get better graphics and other things of the same games that we love. The ray tracing is what I'm excited for for those updated graphics and ray tracing is going to be fantastic for those games. Yeah. So I'm going to put the link to this article in the show notes. Well, mine isn't as exciting, but I did bring news today. And my news comes to us from comicbook.com. And the title reads, Resident Evil Village DLC Potentially Teased. So I'm going to summarize this. 
So earlier on, we had the State of Play broadcast from PlayStation, and there was a ton of stuff teased, but nothing Capcom confirmed it themselves. However, later on, on the Resident Evil official Twitter page, a tweet came out, and it says, a rat can't run from the dragon's claws. And in this tweet, it shares a picture of none other than our all-time favorite villain from Village itself, Lady Dimitrescu. So a lot of fans have been theorizing that this is a heavy tease at what's to come with the DLC. And I cannot help but agree. Because if there's going to be any DLC for Village, I would heavily, heavily say that it had something to do with Lady Dimitrescu. Because there's a lot to that background of that character we did not get a chance to explore in the game itself. Eh, I'm kind of over Lady D. (laughs) So that is my news for the day. And with that, we only have one more thing to go over, which is... Did you know the Drunk Pug has his own store on Etsy? I did. You did? (laughs) So not only is this kind, wonderful gentleman creating art for us and to, you know, to put in the store and for you as the fans, he's also got his own store. And if you go to the Drunk Pug at Etsy, you can see a lot of his designs. Uh, They're fantastic. I... Am a fan of the Squid Game design he has. That overrated show. Overrated show. Wonderful art though, because it's an actual squid in the um, the red costume. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I like it. There's tons of other art there too to check out, and I believe, if I'm correct, Daniel, isn't he running a deal right now? I believe so. Yep. I think it's 25% off of artwork on his Etsy right now. I believe you're right. Mm-hmm. So uh, we did share a link earlier today on the Twitter. If you're interested, go check that out um, and, you know, support our local artist. With that being said, let's jump into the end of the episode. Well, here we are. At the end of the episode, bittersweet. <laughs> but first, before we call a conclusion to this episode, we got to talk about BOWs. Daniel, what do you got? I got plenty of them. A lot of them with weird names. <laughs> Just listen, everybody, as I destroy these names. We have the Dragazag, the Dragazzo, the Farfarello, Fenrir, the. Gaozo, Globster, which Ariel loves that name. Lobster. There is a hunter version in this game. It's a little different from the other hunters. Mm-hmm. There's the Malakota, Ooze, which has various versions, the Skagdead, the Scarmiglione, and Sea Creepers. Yeah, those names are really hard. <laughs> but some of them are fun. <laughs> Sea creepers. Is it bad that I can only picture a creeper from Scooby-Doo? I was thinking that. <laughs> it is bad. Both of you get out. Get out. All right, Ariel, what do we got for characters? 
So I just want to do a brief mention that, of course, we're just listing these in the next episode. We'll mm-hmm. dive deep into what they are. Yep. So I just want to say that. So the characters I have are Jill Valentine, Chris Redfield, Parker Luciani, Jessica Sherwatt, Keith Lumley, Quint Ketchum, Clive R. O'Brien, Raymond Vester, Morgan Lansdale, Jack Norman, Hunk, (laughs) and Rachel Foley. So lots of Mm -hmm. new characters and just two old ones. Yep. Three. Come on now. Give Hunk some credit. No, because you don't give me any respect, so (laughs) you get none. Oh, goodness. Well, yes, like Ariel said, we're going to be going over these in depth next episode, as we always do, because we want to make sure you get a good feel for each one of the not only plots, but each one of the characters and BOWs. So with that being said, it leaves it to me for our unlockables in this game. And let me tell you, there are quite a few. So the first unlockable we have is campaign difficulties. You can unlock New Game Plus once you beat the game on any setting. It will allow you, as usual with any New Game Plus, to play the game all over again while keeping your existing weapons and upgrades. You have Infernal Mode, which is previously known as Hell Mode on the 3DS. Um, Resident Evil Revelations tough, tough, tough difficulty. But you only can unlock this if you beat the game on Normal or Hard Mode. Here's our weapons we can unlock. The Hydra Shotgun. You need to complete the game on normal difficulty or higher. The handgun PC-356. Defeat 150 enemies. Now this one sounds easy, can be very difficult. The Infinite Rocket Launcher. This rocket launcher can be unlocked by beating the main campaign on Infernal Mode. So if you didn't have enough ambition or reason to beat it on infernal mode before now you do and the last weapon we can unlock is the rifle psg1 you need to scan 15 hidden handprints so that brings us to our unlockable custom parts you can unlock the auto loader by completing casual difficulty or higher without using a single green herb or the infinite rocket launcher This is a lot harder than it sounds because you get a lot more herbs than you do anything in this game. Bind one, successfully dodge enemies 20 different times. Charge slot three, beat on casual mode. Edge runner two, scan all enemy types in the game. Lawn magazine two, successfully deal damage with 10 fully charged melee attacks. This brings us to the raid mode stages. Stage 4-7, complete episodes 1 through 3 in the campaign. 8 through 12 stages, you need to complete episodes 4 through 6 in the campaign. 13 through 17 stages, complete episodes 7 through 9 in the campaign. Stages 18 through 20, beat episode 10 through 12 in campaign. And bonus stage 21, complete campaign mode. You also have raid difficulties you can unlock. Trench difficulty, complete all raid mode stages on chasm difficulty. Abyss difficulty, which is the hard difficulty. Complete all raid mode stages on trench difficulty. And we have some characters we can unlock in raid mode. So you have Clive O'Brien. You need to reach player level 20 in raid mode. 
Jack Norman, complete all stages on Abyss difficulty. Morgan Lansdale, clear all stages on Trench difficulty with an S rank. Raymond Vester, reach player level 10 in raid mode. You can get Jill's Diver costume available from the start of raid mode. Jill's Beach costume, obtain a super rare weapon in raid mode. Jill's pirate costume, which is my personal favorite, complete ghost ship bonus stage in raid mode. Chris's snow costume, available right from the start. Chris's diver costume, reach player level 30. And Chris's sailor costume, you need to inflict 100,000 points of damage to an enemy in one hit. That's pretty challenging. You can unlock Parker Diver costume, available from the start. His beach costume, earn 10 bonuses in raid mode. And Parker's Terragrigia costume, defeat 10,000 enemies in raid mode. You can unlock Keith's snow costume by completing episodes 4 through 6 in the campaign mode. Keith's HQ costume by clearing all chasm difficulties with an S rank. Keith's ninja costume reach player level 50 in raid mode. Jessica's snow costume complete all raid mode stages on chasm difficulty. Jessica's diver costume complete all raid mode stages on trench difficulty. And Jessica's Terragrigia costume reach level 40. Quint's snow costume level 5. Quint's HQ costume obtain all super rare weapons in raid mode. Rachel's diver costume First time Trinity bonus in raid mode. Rachel's ooze costume available right from the start. And uh, my personal favorites, Hunk's default costume. You need to complete all stages on Abyss difficulty with an S rank. And you can get Lady Hunk costume in this straight from the start of raid mode. I thought it was cool. So the other few unlockables, which we have to mention... You can unlock different name colors. You can unlock green with an S rank on every level in Chasm difficulty. Blue, S rank on every level in Trench difficulty. Pink, S rank on every level in Abyss. Yellow, get 50 bonuses. Green, get 100 bonuses. Blue, get 150 bonuses. Red, 200 bonuses. And purple, 244 bonuses. And the colors are slightly different because you may have heard me wrenching green and blue in there twice. They are slightly different. But that is our unlockables for this game. I just have something to say real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. I have mad respect for all of you that do Inferno and this. (laughs) Listen, I play my games. I will be 100% honest. I play them on, like, casual or normal because I'm a baby, and that's what I do. Now, I still have fun playing the games. So anyways, I just want to say I have mad respect for all of you that can actually do that. Mm-hmm. Because I would be crying in the corner. Yes. I have to say the hardest difficulty I've ever beat anything is on a hard. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Normal. Mm. I will say this is I'm excited about the Lady Hunt costume in this game because it's the first time we've seen a gender bent character in the series and I would like to see more of it. I would like to see what-if scenarios out of Resident Evil a lot more. I mean, that'd be cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so c- could you imagine Lady Chris punching boulders? That would be epic. Well, my son drew me Leon as a woman. <laughs> I should put that in the Discord. We should. We should. I'm, I'm just saying Lady Chris punching boulders. Chrissy. 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 Leona? Leona and Chrissy. See, we're already doing half the work for you, Capcom. Let's go. I want to see Chrissy punching boulders and Leona just being a badass. <laughs> but anyway, with all that being said. Would Jill be Joel? Jill would be Joel. Yes. Ada would be Adam. Rebecca would be Robert. We're not going to do this. <laughs> with all that being said. Thank you all for listening and tune in next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Resident Evil Lurecast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell a friend. Leave a comment and review. If you want to keep chatting with us about all things Resident Evil, you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord. You can also chat with us at RE Lurecast on Twitter. Till next time, stay safe out there. And remember, we might have something that might interest you, stranger.